Hi everyone, it's 2023, the year I finally start my fucking podcast. I have been talking about it and basically creating podcasts, but filming myself while I'm creating a podcast on my YouTube channel for the longest time. And it doesn't make any sense to me every single time I upload it because there's nothing interesting to see except my mouth moving. So I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to start this podcast and see where it goes. I hope that you enjoy. For the days where I'm just, you know, walking or I look like complete shit, i.e. right now, because, you know, there are some days that I'm not ready to dress up for a video or to look half decent or to look even socially acceptable on camera. And on those days, sometimes I want to talk about things, but I can't because I'm not, I just don't have the energy to get ready. And these are one of those days. I feel like some people might be listening to this and might be saying I'm exaggerating and who cares. And honestly, that's true. But there's some days, and I know everybody has those days where they just look so, <laughs> so, so different than they do in normal day-to-day life that it's actually such a scary thing to reveal that part of yourself like the only people who have seen this version of myself is my family and I'd like to keep it that way let's just say that but anyways for today's video oh my gosh what am I freaking saying you guys have to bear with me right now because I'm so used to just filming videos and not just you know, podcasts where all you're listening to is my voice. We're just going to get right into it about the deep stuff. And we're going to talk again about eating disorders. And this is something I have touched upon in, I think, one or two videos. There's still another piece that I wanted to cover and kind of go over a TLDR backstory. So I had binge eating disorder. And right now, I'm still recovering from it, something that I didn't realize was it actually never goes away. Once you are diagnosed, once you have the disorder, you're basically going to have to fight it for the rest of your life. The way that you approach eating, your body image, etc. will never be the same. And I thought that it would be just like a mountain that I'd get over and then I'd get back to how I would be before I had to get over that mountain. But it's actually just like a never-ending slope in a way back to normal and it's never going to hit normal, unfortunately. <laughs> I am happy to say that I'm, I don't have the disorder. I haven't binge ate in many many months i wouldn't say like maybe eight months now last time i probably binge it was like may i want to say and since then i've just been struggling with kind of balancing and understanding how i approach my food and the emotions that come with it and trying to not allow my emotions kind of guide the way i eat You know, as I'm going through this recovery process for the rest of my life, the internal battle is hard within itself. And 
whenever there's like external things that make it more difficult, obviously things in general get more difficult for me. And I'm sure that many others with eating disorders feel the same. That's the most difficult thing, I think, with kind of recovering because it's not like you can recover in a perfect world where the only thing you can focus on and the only thing you have to focus on is yourself. But instead, every day there's something different. People are reacting and interacting with you in different ways and sometimes not as nicely or not as ideally as you'd like. And because of that, you kind of have to go through more shit. And it sucks because it's already hard enough. And that's why I wanted to make this video. This video. No, this podcast. Actually, I know for sure. Before I had a binge eating disorder, before I knew I had it, I didn't know what it was. I didn't... If I had met somebody who had an eating disorder, I would have not known how to interact or like how do I best treat them or how do I even react to it because I just didn't fully understand and it's okay. And I completely understand that coming from this side where I'm like, I know that other people who know about this fact about me or have seen me go through it. It's really uncomfortable and you just can't help but feel like, you know, it's just weird and it's just uncomfortable and you just kind of see somebody go through something really tough and awkward. Sometimes you don't know how to go about it, so you react a certain way thinking that you have good intentions, but it's actually not the best way to go about it. I wanted to create a podcast centered around how I wish other people interacted with me when they knew these things about me. I just created like this list of do's and don'ts. I also want to preface that I think that this is what most people want, but I don't really know. So I can confidently say this is what I would want, but I don't know if this applies to everybody. So I Take this with a grain of salt, if you'd like. I could be completely wrong, and this entire episode could be complete BS. But we'll see. Let me know what you think, somehow. So first, and this is, like, if you could just take anything from this podcast, it would be this one thing. I genuinely think, if you have a friend that does have an eating disorder, please, please, don't talk to them about or insinuate anything about your own or anybody else's eating or their body. Like this goes with anything, like even the most innocent comment, just don't even talk about the eating or your body. I will make this mistake too. So I'm not going to say I'm 100% not guilty of this. So this is why I'm trying my best to kind of fix this for myself. But also I feel that other people don't realize that they're doing these things and should be aware of it. When you talk about yourself in any way, positive or negative, your body being like, oh, it's so skinny. Oh, my body looks so good right now. No matter the intention, that can be really, uh, it could be a touchy subject for somebody who's going through an eating disorder specifically. And to just put into perspective, so somebody who has, you know, any type of body image issue, if they see themselves and want themselves to be skinnier, 
let's say, right? And you look at yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, I look so skinny, I look so good, and you're skinnier than them, that that just, that that messes with them. And then the other way around where you could also be like, oh, I looked really good, but you might be, according to society standards, chubbier and whatnot. Somebody who has an eating disorder will also take note of that and that sticks to their mind. People who don't have body image issues, chronic body image issues, might say these things and might hear these things, but like keep going on with their lives. But somebody who has an eating disorder and specifically related to body image issues, this will literally play in their heads. It will stick in their mind when they're going to eat any piece of food. Like I remember this, like I would eat, I would want to eat cake. For example, I would want to have dessert and I would look at the dessert and as I'm eating it, like every single piece that I eat, I would think about how it would add on to my weight. It would do something to my body, whatever it was. And I would remember all the little comments that people would make about themselves, about other people. And I would be like, this comment will apply to me if I eat this cake. It won't apply to me if I eat, if I don't eat this cake, if I do eat this cake, whatever it is. And it just like sticks with you forever. And it's so dangerous. And it's just literally a never ending cycle of like these thoughts intruding into your stupid brain and your stupid brain keeps listening to them. And then you kind of, you know, judge yourself and eat a certain way because of those thoughts. So that's why I say just don't even talk about it if it has to do with your body. Just like keep it to yourself. And another part two of this is the eating. Like don't, like don't even comment about your eating about other people's eating, about especially their eating. This is something that really annoys me. And it's just it's just a cultural thing. I think very much so in like Asian cultures, like you have a lot of family members that emphasize like the food and the eating part of your life where I feel like my family is like, oh, eat this, finish this, like try this, like all of that. And I, and I know it's coming from a good place. It's like they want you to enjoy the food. They want to feed you. They want you to be healthy. They want you to be eating. And it's completely innocent. But it's actually, again, a very touchy subject for somebody who does have an eating disorder because internally, somebody who has an eating disorder is very out of control in terms of their eating, they eating is no longer a thing they do to survive. They do it for so many more things for in order to be accepted, in order to feel more confident, to feel like they have a c- more control in their life. Those factors internally alone just make the act of eating so stressful and like take up literally 24-7 of their life, their brain, their thinking, while you're, you know, maybe you're sitting with them having fun, most of the time, 90% of the time, they will be distracted thinking about food and it, and it sucks. It, 
it's so taxing. So when somebody else tries to add to it and try to control and suggest or you know influence the way that they eat, it's just this other thing they have to fight. And it's another thing they have to add on to the factors that control their eating. And it's just so much. This is like the number one thing. This is the one thing I wish I could just tell everybody. And I don't say it because it's just like, you know, it's so innocent and nobody means anything. And I'm going to sound like fucking crazy if I start (laughs) saying all these thoughts that I have. But this is something I wish I could just tell everybody. (laughs) Okay. And for the do's, I have two do's. And this is just from my experience. So some people might not agree with this so much so, but I, I mean, I personally didn't want to tell other people directly one-on-one that I was having these issues. I felt really uncomfortable. The entire subject of it just seemed stupid to me. And I was dumbing it down and being like, this is such a dramatic this is so weird for me because it's like, it's just eating. It's just food, but I'm making it this huge thing. I have a literal disorder surrounding food. Like what? That was just so weird to me and just so like uncomfortable that when I was thinking about even somebody understanding and trying to take in what I was going through, I felt like that was just so uncomfortable like I could just imagine being that person being like what do I do with this information so I never really wanted to tell anybody but if you are somebody who is listening in on like if you just happen to find out somehow or you notice clues that somebody else in your life has an eating disorder and you you just can't get it off your mind and you just really want to know what's going on. You just really want to talk to that person. You just can't help it. You feel like you really can help and be by their side, but they haven't come to you first. It's most likely that they don't want to tell you, right? Or that they don't even know that they have it themselves. That could also be a possibility. So if it is the case that this is happening, I would highly recommend to ask gently and ask them in a way where you say, hey, I was just wondering if I could ask you about something, but if you're not ready to talk about it, that is completely understandable. I think you should open with that at a really good time, at a time when you know things are more neutral and it seems like they're not going through anything and see what they say. And if they do not, please respect them and just let it go. This kind of happened to me where I was peak going through it and I didn't tell anybody, but I had these therapy slash dietitian sessions. And this one day I had to have it on Zoom call. And the only day that I could have it was on a day where I was at a coffee shop with my friend. And that friend, I tried my best to, when I answered the questions to the dietitian, to make it sound like I wasn't talking to a dietitian or that anything was wrong. But obviously, you know, I don't know why I thought that because I was literally talking about how I was eating, my restrictions, 
things like that. And obviously, if you have some kind of brain, you can kind of put two and two together and be like, okay, this girl's talking to a dietitian. She has something going on with her eating. Yeah, my friend was listening on this. And this one random night, she like brings it up. She's like, hey, I don't want mean to make you feel uncomfortable. And I know this might be a little bit weird. I didn't really want to seem like I was invading your privacy, but I couldn't help but listening. And I was just wondering if it was okay for me to bring this up, but I heard XYZ while you're talking to a dietitian, I think. And I was just wondering if everything's okay and if you wanted to talk about it, but I totally get it if you don't want to. And honestly, she was so gentle and like open about it that it just made me feel like, okay, this might be a really safe space and I kind of want to talk about it. I feel good about it right now. So I ended up opening up about it to her and we talked about it for two, three hours. And it was one of the most like comforting talks I've ever had about this topic. Actually, it was probably the only comforting talk I've ever had about this subject with somebody who wasn't my therapist. It was so special and so like grounding And I think it was only that way because she opened it up in such a gentle and like very, you know, non-assuming, non-forceful way. Yeah, I really like that approach. And I don't know, maybe other people who might be going through the same things might agree with me. And if they do, hopefully... You know, it leads to a really good conversation for you if you are a friend of somebody who does have an eating disorder. And if you are listening to this and you do have or have had an eating disorder and aren't afraid to, you know, talk about it, feel free to let me know what you think and if you disagree or agree. And finally, another thing. And it kind of goes hand in hand with what I just brought up about kind of discussing it and just talking about the eating disorder in general with somebody with an eating disorder. But if they do choose to talk to you about it and share what they're going through ever, please just listen. (laughs) Just listen and don't try to give advice or don't try to make them feel bad. Don't try to fix what they're going through. You don't need to do anything except maybe just say, I hear what you're saying. I'm sorry you have to go through that. Is there anything that I can do to help you? Is there anything I can do to make it better? Let me know if like I ever, you know, overset my boundaries or make you feel uncomfortable or XYZ. Right? I think that's the best way to respond to anyone that decides to open up about their eating disorder just because you might, again, talk about a touchy subject that is a trigger for their eating. Listening is probably the best way to go about it and just being very clear and communicative that you're open to helping and doing whatever they will want you to do for them. Yeah, 
I really just want to get that out there because sometimes I just want to say these things in the most random, most, you know, normal context. But if I really, if I just like open my mouth about these things, it would, I think I would come off as a bitch. I would just sound absolutely crazy and I don't want to do that. So instead, I decided to create my first podcast episode surrounding this topic. If you like this podcast, um, please subscribe to it, follow it. I, I don't even know how this works yet. I'm literally just recording this literally on my phone. I put a sock, this random sock, I can't find the other side to the sock, over my mic and because it apparently makes the audio sound a little bit better. I hope this works out. I don't even know if this is going to go up. I don't even know if the audio is going to sound okay. I don't even know if it's still recording. Is it still recording? It is still recording. Great. But yeah, cool. Okay, bye.